Big Loose Radio, Real Talk with Manny and Bug. We back again. So this is the part of our seg- our weekly segment where we we talk about faith. We talk yeah. about different things. This week, well, we want to talk about faith, man. Um, Manny and I are are, are two people who uh, one of the things that bind us together is not only our friendship, but it's really our faith in God. Mm-hmm. You know, one we're both uh, PKs, right? We're pastors' kids. Yep. Uh, we both have right really really uh, important roles in our church mm-hmm. as it relate, relates yep. to um, youth ministry. Um, I'm a youth leader, also a Sunday school teacher. You're a youth leader, also a part of uh, the music ministry team yeah. and leading those efforts. And then even being like a PK, you kind of touch every ministry pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much, I mean? man. You know, it, 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 and shout out to all my PKs out there, For man. Real. If you got any PKs yeah. that are, that are listening, listening in, you understand yeah. our world. Man. And I think it's important to like, let, let everybody know, like, we're not ashamed about it. No, like, you know, never that, man. Um, never that proud about knowing God and talking about God right because a lot of times it can be you know there can be a lot of misconceptions about things and so I think it's real important that we talk about things like this so that we can bring clarity you know what I mean and just understanding because there's a lot of questions that surround church yeah you know what I mean what's right what's wrong you know what is sin and all of these and we'll cover you know we'll try our best to cover a lot of these topics as much as we can but you know we can some 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 of the conversation might get difficult (laughs) might get touchy but you know we we are committed to having those conversations we are committed to inviting people into our Mm -hmm. space to also have some dialogue and weigh in as well but for the most part, you know, we, the thing that binds us together, man, is that one, we believe in Jesus yeah. Christ. We love Jesus Christ. We honor him. Yeah. Um, but there, there are, our perspectives may be different in the sense of, of really the way we grew up, right? Yeah. And in the churches that we grew up yeah. in, like, I grew up in the Lokahiki. Yeah. Um, and I grew up in Lokahiki. That's know? right. So, so, like, you know, talk to me about that experience, bro. Um... Shoot, you know, growing up, Bucky, um, my grandpa was a pastor. My mom's dad was a pastor in Hawaii, and he pastored this church, uh, Pearl Harbor, uh, AOG, Assembly of God. And so that's where I grew up most of my life and where I learned the bulk of who God is, um, about Jesus, you know, and things like that. And then, uh, shoot, probably later on, um, dad became a pastor, and that was New Covenant. Uh, Assembly of God And then uh, Somebody else Had taken over the church And uh, Because dad wanted to go back to school And get his you know, His master's degree in, in biblical studies And all that And so That's what brought us up to Washington And so when we Moved to Washington We served under uh, Pastor Dan and Abel again And so Over there That's when the church Was called White Center And so we branched off They White Center actually changed the name To Hilltop City Church Seattle and then they opened a branch, Hilltop City, Tacoma. Mm. And so that's, they, they, they ordained that to take over that. So um, Mama Pops, they, they yeah. passed their Hilltop City yeah. Church, Tacoma. Yep. Shout yeah. out to Hilltop City so, Church, Tacoma. Yeah, man. And so that's how um, I grew up, you know what I mean? And, and it was always big for me because I love the way we worship. Mm. I love the freedom, you know, that Talk we about had. That. Um, growing up, you know, I shared this in the last podcast that... Um, my family's a musical, you know, they got a musical background. Mm. And so we was always brought up to learn the instruments, you know, do, you know, lead the worship and, 
and that's where I got a sense of what worship really means. What, one question before you move yeah. forward. What instrument did Jesse play? Oh, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's a rapper. <laughs> Shout out to my always so Jesse if he's listening, man. Jesse's the The, the musical rapper. gene didn't reach Jesse? Is that what you're no, saying? No. I'm not saying that. Are you saying hey, that? No, no. <laughs> maybe, maybe learning instruments uh, was kind of rough, uh, but... But hey, Jesse's delivery uh, when he raps, bro, he's nice. And yeah. so, this is, this, is the, Jesse, this is the man. funny thing now that you brought that up. Um, in so my mom got like you know eight, nine brothers and sisters, or right. six or seven. I don't know how many, but um, there's always one in every family that don't play nothing. And so for oh, okay. us, it was Jesse. It but to be Jesse. Jesse raps, and he and he does that pretty well. So shout out to shout those out those, to man. Jesse, you, bro. <laughs> and so yeah, so you know. Our family always did the music, Ooh. and so that's where I learned worship, and you know, learning about worship, what worship is, exalting God. You know what I mean? And so, it's weird because you know I've been to, well, not weird. I don't want to say weird. That's a bad word. Um, but I've been to different places of worship, Ooh. and it's not all the same. No, it's and all so, different. You know, when I was growing up, it kind of like, um, you know, I go, I go visit. Lokaiki churches, they do it different. Yeah. I go visit another church, they do it different. And so, you know, I me, I was used to freedom in worship. Mm. You know, where we're shouting. And so yeah. a lot of times when you come to Assemblies of God Church or Lokpakpaki churches, yeah. not not necessarily uh AOG churches, but yeah. just Lokpakpaki churches in yeah. general. There, you know, you, you get that sense of freedom like when you want to shout, shout. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you want it, when the preacher's preaching a good word. Hallelujah, yeah, amen, yeah, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. You see people dancing up and down the aisles, mm. you know, no shame, clapping, all, you know, all these, all these things. And so all for the Lord. Yeah, they, yeah, of they, course. Yeah. Know, they feel the Holy Spirit moving in there. Yeah. Right? And so that's what, that's pretty much like what I loved about, um, our church, mm. you know, and because we played a big role, our family played a big role in the music ministry. Mm-hmm. That's where I learned, you know, worship and, and how we do things there. And so that. Growing up, even now, I still play piano for church. Yeah, my, you know, some of my uh, my relatives, my cousins, first cousins, they all play in different churches and they do a bunch of different stuff all around music. And so, you know, that's a. How about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, very similar experience. Like, um, what was it like growing up for you? Because you grew up in the local Iki church, right? Grew up in the local Iki church. Okay. My father's a pastor. Shout out to uh, my my pops. Pastor uh, Sweepy Vailua, mm. um, pastors uh, Fort Lewis Congregational Christian Church. Yes, Shout out sir. to FTL to all my FTL heads listening in. Yes, sir. Much love to y'all. Yeah. So, Pop's background was, you know, of course, military served in the military, and you know, long story short, is he made a promise to his mother that he would be a pastor, mm. and so he decided because his family needed his support that he would join the military. Um, and so in the back of his mind, he knew that after he retired, he would he would become a pastor. Okay. So, so immediately after this dude re- re- retired from the army, he, you know, was already headed to theological seminary mm-hmm. in American Samoa uh, to go to attend for, to get a degree in theology to become a pastor, to pastor a local Pops church. was on a mission. He was on a mission, <laughs> man. So shout out to Pops, yes, man. Sir. The dude's a... He's a writer, man. He's a savage, man, for, for, for doing that, for, you know, doing 20 years in the Army and not even breaking. Like, he went right into it just mm-hmm. to fulfill a calling that he promised his mother, man. And, yeah. And I think that I, he also, you know, felt that within that the 
world was needing him to, to do that as well. So, yeah, man, it's all I, I knew growing up. I grew up in a um, traditional Loka Eastern yeah, yeah. church. Um, and so our style of worship was real structured, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Um, so we, we, I don't want to say that we didn't, you know, shout, you know, what well, we did, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I think that what I mean by that is that there was, there were other ways, other outlets yeah. for us to. So to, I mentioned earlier, that. oh, real quick. I mentioned earlier that, you know, I, I've been to looking at church. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, growing up, I had all these questions about. You know, because when your pastor, when I hear the pastor, the man of God up there speaking, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to be like, hallelujah, in the mm-hmm. local churches. But I, I notice, I sense this, like, almost like a, like a, like a reverence almost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't know if I was doing something wrong. Yeah. I, you know, there's moments that I wanted to clap yeah. or, you know, like just shout like yeah. the way I do it at our church. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if it was wrong or not. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so talk to me about that. Yeah, I think it, it's more... One thing that you have to understand about Lokaiki is that Fasamo and Lokukaiki yeah. uh, go hand in hand. And what I mean by that is that we, we, we inherited and adopted a lot of our culture into our style of worship, mm. the way we worship the Lord. So wow. it's not it's not a matter of, of us, you know, sitting there and, and wanting to... Like, like you mentioned, like, shout hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's more of a respect thing? It's a reverence, and, and, and not that it would be totally appropriate to yeah. inappropriate to do that. But the more appropriate way in, in the way we worship is to to keep it within. Okay. Right. So I can I can still right if I feel a good or hear a good word or feel moved by the Holy Spirit is that I don't have to naturally uh, be vocal about it. Yeah. In this yeah. Space. Is that 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 happens internally mm-hmm. because God knows right what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He understands it. He can feel it, and I can express that without having to to do it vocally. Um, so, it's just more, a, are you saying like it's more like an inward experience? Yeah, of yeah, worship, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a more of a. And so know, God dealing with the inside, and I don't have to like it, just because I'm quiet. It doesn't mean I'm not worshiping. Yeah, right. Yeah, just yeah. Just because absolutely. I'm doing it in, yeah. a, in a different way, it doesn't mean that. I'm not worshiping God because yeah. I'm quiet. Yeah. I'm speaking to God in my yeah. quiet time. Yeah. In my quietness, I'm, right? I'm in, in that time, and it's a structured time, and because of facade more and respect, mm. it's just one of those things that we have this specific structure, just like kind of yeah. how we have culturally. But, you know, and we're, we're moving actually in a new different day and age, too, where, where, where those things are okay. I mean, you know, in Lokoiki, yeah, we say hallelujah, yeah, praise yeah. the Lord, like... You know, it's changing. It's it's evolving. You know, I think just with the generation, I think our forefathers and our ancestors set up something with the church to kind of keep us guide accountable yeah, and yeah. help guide us in mm-hmm. our style of worship. But I also think that it's on new generations to evolving maybe, and to evolve and, and to change and adapt to yeah. those things. But by, by us, by, 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 I think it's also important to just still honor our yeah. past yeah. and and the foundation of our style of worship. Because I remember as a young boy too, man, he like going to, I grew up in Loko Iki, but I remember going to Loko Bakbaki. Yeah. You know, at one, at one point in my life, actually many moments, man, because my, my dad's brother is a pastor for uh, Loko Bakbaki. Okay. Man, GSC, back in the day, man. And so I remember going to their church and like seeing everybody like, I remember the pastor said, get up and, and go and shake, shake, hands. shake hands. And I'm like, <laughs> Um, you know what I'm saying? I feel I, feel, I felt weird, yeah, like, because yeah. that's just, it wasn't the style yeah. of worship that I was used to, but it was a great thing, you know, yeah. I, I got up, and then, you know, I 
I saw people kind of express their yeah. worship yeah. vocally, verbally. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, so this is this is different from mm. what I'm used to. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, I, I, I gained some, it was a good experience mm. for me. And I got used to it. I knew that when I when I came to my when when I went to church with them, yeah. I could I could worship God, the same God, outwardly experienced, yeah, in yeah, a different yeah. way, and it was cool. And then when I came back to my church, it was also a different More inward, way too. Yeah. So, I, I think the the experiences mm-hmm. for me kind of shaped, you know, my faith overall. One to just be open, yeah, you know, and to respect and yeah. honor. And I like I like what worship. you said about the the church as a whole. Uh, yeah. Lokaiki and even Lokpakpaki evolving yeah. because even in Lokpakpaki um, it, it, it almost feels like um, what I love about it is is that it shows how big God is Yeah. and so we're still trying to figure God out yeah. you know what I mean like and, and, it, and it really shows how enormous this yeah. God is you know what I mean and so Absolutely. we will never know all the answers of course until no. we finally get to meet him but I think the best part about it is that even in your quiet time like at your church yeah. Or even when the shouting time, like in yeah. my church, it's still worship. It's worship. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so just because what I'm trying to say to our listeners is just because you grew up one way and you go to another church doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Yeah. It's just something that you're not used yeah. to. Yeah. And I think, you know, doing this segment on this is very important because you bring a lot of clarity because there's a lot of people who make up their own, you know what I'm saying? They have these misconceptions, yeah, they have about, misconceptions you know, about why do they do this? Why do they do that? And instead of like asking somebody, they generate yeah. their own answers in their mind. And so I, I think this is, yeah, this is, and I think that that's really good. That's, that's, that's an important thing in our own relationship. You and I, man, is that, mm-hmm. is that the level of respect, man, we yeah, honor yeah. each other and it's not one yeah. of the things where like, we, I don't come to your church and clown. You don't come yeah, to my church and clown nah, the way we man, do things. We worship the yep. same God, yep. man. Hey. And, and what we're trying to do is like break down Break barriers. These, these barriers yeah. and these silos, Walls, man, man yeah. so that we can come together and still honor the way yeah. we worship God. Because I hate, I hate, honestly, book. One thing that I hate is like when people do things and then they say stuff like, "Oh, hey, that's a lokaiki thing." Oh, yeah. hey, that's a lokpakpaki yeah. thing. Like, nah, it ain't anything. You know what I'm saying? And so I think. It's like I said. It's very important that we break these walls down, like what you were talking about, breaking these barriers down. To not like, hey, it's either a God thing or or not. It's yeah. not a look icky thing. It's not a look buck bucky thing. It's either a God thing or it's not a God thing. Mm-hmm. That's you know plain and simple. Yeah, man. So. I, and and I think that really it's up to you know folks like you and I, more people like you and I, and other people that I know outside of here too, who have the same mindset, man. Yeah. Is that we can come together. We can build community, man, and not, you know, operate in silos and worship God and find platforms to do that, find avenues to do that. I mean, we've had youth night. You've been to our youth night. We've done some stuff together. Bro, and and had a great time, bro. It was dope. Like, I came to your church and had a great time. I seen, you know what I mean, the way you guys do things, and I respected it. Yeah, And And I I loved it. I loved it. You know what I mean? I respect your church. I respect Pops, man, and, 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 and all he does and... And building the church and bringing forth the word of God, yeah. man, he's somebody that I look to as a mentor, and and I, and I thank him for an opportunity. Like for, I remember the Simon Culture Day, man. Pops, you know, called and asked if I would MC yeah. the youth night, where we bought all these different yeah. churches, right? That's exactly yeah. what we did, man. It's like we bought these different churches, but we came together and it to was, worship God. It was all different, like Lokaiki, Lokpakpaki, local whatever, local yeah. whatever, all in the same all building, in the same space, doing the same thing. And and one thing that I love when in that 
I remember that night because I, I got an opportunity to speak um, and do that, you know, the, the Moana speech. Remember that? Yeah, that was powerful, bro. <laughs> that was powerful, man. If you're if you're listening, man, go to Manny's page, backtrack a couple of days, you'll see. And that, for me, man, when you brought that word, I, Cook and I and some of the Usos, we still talk about that. Like, yeah. after that, like, we was like, yo... Man, he brought some fire, man, that <laughs> night, man. I was like, man, it, it woke me. Uh, praise God, bro. And yeah, man, it, it, it definitely did something in my heart. I, I'm thankful. But but that's the beauty in that, man, is that we can all come together and worship yeah. the Lord, man. That night was a great night. And I look forward to many nights, man. And sir, many more conversations like this that we can have. The great thing is that in this specific um, segment for us is we're actually going to invite two pastors to yeah. come in and, and weigh in, right? Yeah, I think it's, it's important to get... Um, men of God in here who, yeah. who's on a whole nother level you know and I respect that I respect that book you know um, brought this idea up to bring two pastors yeah and you know kind of share like one from one, one from the local yeah Iki. and one from Lopakpaki yeah. so to, to share their thoughts to weigh in and so we're excited to um, have them on but I mean at the end of the day what we want our listeners to know Manny is that we serve the same God. Same God. We honor Jesus yeah. Christ. And, and we don't have to operate in silos yeah. to do so. That we can come together and worship yeah. God together. And if you got a question, ask. Yes, That's please. the only way you will find yeah. out. Stop, stop, stop assuming. Yeah, stop right? making stuff up. Stop getting all these misconceptions up in your head. You know, like me and Vince, every time I ask him, hey, why they do this? Why they do that? Why they do this? And, you know, like genuinely wanting to know. Boog is always like... This is the reason why. And it makes sense. At the end of the day, whatever I was thinking most of the time is wrong. And so, you know, because I ask, I find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, I ask questions, man. Yeah. Yeah. Send us some questions. But this is the segment where we just want to be open and have mm-hmm. some honest conversation about that. So, stay locked in. You're listening to Big Oosh Radio. Real Sir. talk with Manny and Bug. Hey. Radio, you're live with Manny and Bug. Yes, sir. We're having some real deep discussions here. Um, I mean, some great stuff, Manny, uh, as it relates to our faith and our walk with Christ mm-hmm. and uh, the different styles of worship. And I think that our end goal here, right, Manny, is, is really to say to our listeners and people that are that are listening to our, our, our radio station or podcast live right now is that, that, that though we come from different walk styles of worship is that one we serve the same God yeah and that it's okay to to fellowship as a community of believers and that we don't have to silo ourselves from one another so excited about this part because we have a guest in the studio yeah, today, we right? do. special guest special guest <laughs> um, and so I, I, w- I want to thank our guest for being uh, with us and live on the radio today he uh, pastors Hilltop City Church, Tacoma. Um, I've got, I've had the opportunity to meet him uh, a couple years ago around uh, cultural Simon Culture Day event and a, a youth um, youth event. It was a youth, youth night event, night, for, yeah. youth gospel night for their community that um, that he led and through his leadership brought together, you know, hundreds of people from different churches, yeah. different walks of life to come into a space and, really, and worship the Lord. And it, yeah. was a, it was a beautiful thing, as we mentioned earlier in our podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited to welcome to our podcast, Pastor Malpumene. Give it up. How 
you doing this this morning, Pastor? I'm good. Good to be here. Thank you. We we appreciate you taking the time uh, to be here, um, and so we, we want to honor you and thank you for for taking the time out of yeah. your busy busy schedule to to talk with us. So one of the things that uh, that we're talking, we Manny and I have um, talked about is is one, we're both pastors' kids. That's that's a, a thing that that binds us together, and and it allows us to kind of understand what each of us go through and and how we can be pastors' kids and yeah. support our fathers who are at the forefront of leading these different congregations. Um, I don't want to say differ, but where 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 we, and I don't want to say draw the line, but where. Where through our different lenses, you know, Manny attends um, Hilltop City Church, which is, you know, Lukbakbaki, and then yeah. I attend Fort Lewis Congregational Christian Church, which is La Musa, Lukaiki. Um, and so we're talking about different perspectives, and so we're interested to hear your perspective on one, you growing up, and, and how you develop the relationship with God, um, and to, to, to where you're at now. Yeah, so I talked to I talked to Boog earlier about um, how you grew up Lamosa, you grew up Lokiki, and then you kind of converted over to Lokpaki, uh, and so we want to um, talk about that tra- that transition, and if you know if things were like a culture shock to you because you were you grew up one way and now you're learning all these new things, and so how was that transition for you? Well. <clears throat> See, the thing that we have to understand is that we grew up, I grew up in, of course, the LMS, but from my younger years to 17, because when I was 18, I left Sabon, Sabon. but all of my decisions Mm. were made by my parents, Mm. even going to church. I mean, basically, all the decisions of my life in my younger years were made by my parents. Uh, good or bad were made by my parents. So I didn't have any uh, saying Choice. in, or choices in those decisions. Mm. Now, when, when I left to join the army, the military, that's when I saw life for myself. Mm. That's why I, that I had to make decisions. Now I'm, I'm on my own. Yeah. My parents are not here. My extended family are not here. Mm. But my ties and people that used to guide me Mm. are not here anymore. Now I'm on my own. The decision is on me. Mm. And uh, I've been to places that uh, I shouldn't be. But the teaching of my parents Mm. and the teaching of when I grew up in the church was still there. Mm. And nobody has to to tell me you're in the wrong place. No, it's that teaching from my parents yeah. and, and how I was raised up back found home your foundation, right? was the foundation that causes me to walk out from those places I, I, I had no business in, being in. in. So, <clears throat> basically, even with my, my walk with, with Christ, um, it's, I think it it's, uh, has to do with the insight of Seeking God, praying aloud. Now that I'm on my own, I have to seek a higher power than myself for mm. direction. You know, like I said, my parents are not here anymore. Yeah. 
Nobody's here to guide me and to talk me into doing the right thing. I'm on my own. Yeah. So I really did a lot of prayer. I really depend on my teaching in my yesterday years oh. to lead me to where I was going because uh, I, I need a, a higher power to to, to, to help me to, to, to guide you on that journey with my decisions. And, and that's when um, through prayer. And through going to church, because all my life I learned all the stories that I knew of the Bible. I learned when I was in the elementary. Those were the great years, some of the great years of my life. Going to Sunday school, going to uh, 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 young people's school after Sunday service, yeah. night school. Yeah. And getting involved in a lot of uh, uh, Samoan, uh, Samoa, you know, and that's where my foundation uh, was established. Is so when I grew up, all the stories that I knew of the Bible was from my younger years. Uh, but the thing was, even in my younger years, no one really. Set me down and gave gave me the insight of mm. those words, mm. those stories, the stories. So when I was on my own, I seek a higher power. I pray, and, and when I read the word, I have to 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 look into between the lines. Yeah. And God, how would you want to speak to me? Mm. Uh, that's when uh, I I started to. Uh, I went to my uncle's church, which is a Nazarene church. Mm. I was in Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay. I was there for when I was stationed, for, I think, for two years in Hawaii, and then when I moved here, that's when I start looking for a church that really can 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 help me um, for my future. Mm-hmm. So that's when I came across the church was right next to my house, my uncle's house in Seattle. So I went there and I found that. Uh, this was the, the denomination for me, which is the Assemblies of God. And I found people and pastors that really set me down and go through the Word, gave me the insight of what God is trying to speak here for me uh, and for my family when I got married. That's awesome. So, what year, how, how, how old were you in a, into adulthood before you decided to when you made that transition into the AOG church? I was 20, I want to say I was 26 years old. I'm sorry, no, I was 21 years old. 21 years old, so you're yes, 21. Before I got married. Before you got married, because you left Samoa at the age of 18? 18. And joined the military. Joined that was your military. exit from Samoa. Yes. Right. You grew up in Manuka. Up in Manuka, all Shout my out life. to Manuka. Shout out to all yes. our Manukas listening. We got a lot of listeners. <laughs> we, got a, we got a lot of listeners, so shout proud, out to them. Proud listeners. So I just want to recap to just make sure for the sake of, of me and, and Manny and, and our listeners is that you grew up La Mosa. You feel like you learned a lot of um, the foundation, foundation of, 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 of Christianity, of who Jesus is and different stories. And then you in your own story... Um, when you got out to be a, a young man and make decisions on your own, you found that you transitioned to AOG because you, this is you, your own personal story yes. that you, you gained more insight yes. and more clarity on the word attending to AOG, right? Yes. So, what, 
what would like many asked earlier where was what was the biggest transition for you going from La Mosa yeah. to AOG so what was the biggest things like um, that you saw that you know that you were used to growing up because you grew up La Mosa and now you're in AG you know Lopakpaki church what were some of the things that you uh, that were the was, biggest yeah. changes for you that well, well, well one of the things was that I had people that surrounded me that the people of faith when I transitioned to the Assemblies of God, I had people of faith that surrounded me, um, that walk with me uh, through my uh, journey journey as, as a Christian, as a newborn Christian. Um, I had pastors that really took the time to uh, sit down with me and go over uh, in, on Bible studies and whatever, whatnot. Uh, so we had people that surrounded great people that surrounded me and plus I was looking for something uh, different yeah uh, I grew up and, and, and I'm not talking negative about because I've learned a lot from them when I was in the illness but I was looking for something uh, different uh, something more a relationship that is more personal So you, you, you would say that you're still a lot of your a lot of your background and your ties still to LMS or Luca because you still have a lot of family yes, right that yes. are, are that matter of fact when, when 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 I wrote to my dad, I was in the military wrote to my mom and dad <coughs> that I have transitioned to the Lopopaki. Lopopaki. They, they didn't like it at first. <laughs> And, and every letter that I write to them, yeah. they said, you're preaching to us. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just writing a letter presenting them yeah. what my faith, my yeah. faith uh, has brought me to where I was at that yeah. time. But they came to the realization that when I became a pastor, they came over to Hawaii and they attend our church yeah. for good yeah. three months. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I was surprised because my dad and my mom were LMS by heart, yeah. you know, and uh, they stayed with us for, for, I think, three months, and they went to our church, and my dad said this to me one day, he said, you know, a lot of our people in Manua were asking me, uh, hey, your son is going to, to AOG, what's, what's happening, and my dad used to tell them, Hey, my, maybe my son is going to the right, pl- right place or right, right uh, church. Yeah. I mean, so to speak. Uh, but it, it was all right with them afterwards. You know, they, they, uh, there are people that believe uh, as long as my son and my daughter are, are, are serving going God, to church yeah. and serving God. Like, that's all right with them. So, and that's good. I, I and we're only speaking about. AOG and Lopahiki right now because that that's what we're connected yeah. to. And I'm not talking about anybody outside of that. But and so in this space, 
is would you say that there's a you know a right right and wrong between both of our churches like if we're you know if we're sitting in this space would you would you say oh we're 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 right in the style of way we worship versus yeah i don't see any right or wrong it's just how we act on how we worship Mm, it's like that's good yeah it's like uh we're more lms is more reserved Mm -hmm. it's more inward Yes, they rather say amen inwardly, not expressed like ours. We take the word literally, like if you say shout, quiet and shout, we shout. You know, where and there's there's no not a right way or wrong way because God sees the heart. Mm. That's the Mm. most important thing. That's good. You know how how after I mean how often or how many times we verbalize ourselves, God sees the heart. And, and that's what's that's the most important. And so you things. can you can verbalize for show. You can yet, verbalize or you can say it, right. it, in, inwardly. Yeah, you know, it it doesn't matter. God sees what's in there. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that me and Boog was talking about earlier in the podcast was, um, you know, I, I share with with Vince that when I go over, you know, because I've visited Lukaki churches before, and and sometimes I, you know, I was telling Book that sometimes when I hear his pastor preach or you know a pastor preach, I'm like excited to say hallelujah, you know, but I kind of look around and I notice that it's, you know, am I wrong for doing that, you know, and so I think it's more reverent for them, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's like don't don't yeah you know bother the speaker speaking yeah like a respecting uh, huh yeah it's it's a respect it's Revering the the, the the sermon or the, the presence, the service. So, yeah. I mean, the service. The service. Yeah. Where to us, it, we're used to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we go over, like sometimes I go over to uh, LMS Church, it's not the same. It's different, yeah. but it's not different in the way where they're wrong. I'm right. Mm, yes, thank you. You know, for that, or, yeah. or I'm right, or I'm wrong. They're right. Yeah. It's, it, it, no, it's just a different style. As long as we are worshiping the same God, we understand what we are, who we are as human beings, then, you know, what we do really is just a different way of, of worshiping. Amen to that. Yeah. When I was in school, I mean, Samoans are not the only people, the immigrants that go through this, this yeah, yeah. transition. Right? transition. Yeah. I had a lot of friends when I was at the uh, university, Northwest University. I had a lot of friends from different countries. Mm. They migrate in here and they go through the same thing in their churches. Yeah. They have the older generation, they have the second generation, they have the younger generation. And they go through the, the song problems. They go through yeah. how, how should we... Uh, satisfy the older generation in the same service where the younger generation are attending mm-hmm. how can we do that and in some churches like like ours sometimes we would uh, have a, a strictly Samoan service mm-hmm. where only Samoan speak now take anybody can attend but this is mainly for the Samoan speaking people that might have a problem Understand. understanding the, our English mm-hmm. service. Yeah. So yeah. and and also the selection of, of songs. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. So we go through the same struggle. 
you know, yeah, as, the, as we are here good. in America, we go through the... T- but it's up to the pastor, the board, the congregation, and how they see their different generation in their churches, how they would approach the, 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 the problems that we all face as denominations, not just one denomination. I think one of the biggest things that I'm hearing from our pastor is that um, it's, it, it doesn't matter if you do an inward shout or outward shout it's more on your personal relationship with Jesus right yeah that's and so that's that's what matters at the end of the day because I feel like you can shout outwardly and your heart's not right mm. or you can shout inwardly and your heart's not right heart's you know right. what I mean and so I think at the end of the day the biggest thing is your personal relationship with Jesus absolutely Absolutely. What would your pastor, thank you for sharing this, yeah. a lot of great wisdom and clarity, specifically for our listeners. What would your message be to, um, you know, Manny and I spoke about our, our goal is to, to to break down the barriers and move out of this place where we're, where we, we as worshipers, um, and we're only talking about AOG and Lopez yeah. because that's our background, is that when we say, oh, we, we, we can't come together and worship with you because we have a different style. Or when people say stuff like, oh, that's a local icky thing. Oh, that's a local bakbaki thing. And so what would you say to people who... What, um, what would you be? Would your, what would be your overall message to the listeners that are listening in that come from either, you know, local icky, local bakbaki, as far as, you know, how to, that, you know, how to look at everything. When, when we came here three years ago and launched the Hilltop City Church, mm. one of my goals was to network mm. with different pastors here. It doesn't matter whether you are AOG or Good Samaritan yeah. or Independence or LMS. It, it, it didn't matter. Uh, I uh, often mention to the church that we are here for a reason. Mm. And that reason is not only we are here to uh, for the community, but we are here to extend our hand out to different denominations here in this church and so far we have nine churches that are connecting with us Mm. not only the AOG we have two AOGs and the rest is Good Samaritan Independence and all these other churches and we try to connect with the LMS church my message is it doesn't matter we have we have no barriers Mm, you know good. we shouldn't have barriers yeah. you know it's just the different styles of, of, of uh, churches and how they worship God but of course it's the same God that we serve thank you so when we come together you know one will bring this one will bring this and the other church will, and let's, let's it should be a beautiful thing it should be a beautiful yeah. it should be a mm. colorful mm. Yeah. thing for all the churches to, to, to come together. And it pleases me to see nine churches are in yeah. this network Praise now. God. Working together, having rallies together. We mm. just got done with our um, uh, couples retreat. Yeah. yeah. Where Talk five different that. churches were there. Wow. You know? So it's it, it shouldn't be any barriers. Mm. It's good. People should come together as Christians, good. believing in the same God work if there ever is a barrier let's work things out that's good. and let's come together and, uh, and kick this up for our community yeah. thank you so much Pastor Mao ladies and gentlemen Pastor Mao Pumele for joining our podcast today you brought forth some great wisdom I think that 
your message is loud. We hear it loud and clear that as people of faith and Christians, that it's okay for us to come together and worship. I thank you for the work that you're doing in this community, Pastor uh, Pomele, as it relates to bringing these different churches together. We talked about nine churches. That's a that's a that's a huge number. And so, of course, we give all the honor and glory to God. We thank Him for what He's doing and how He's moving in this community. And, and we definitely will keep you and the First Lady and family in prayers as you continue to uh, spread the word and the gospel um, of Jesus Christ throughout um, this place and to believers and those that are non-believers. So we just want to thank you for being on the podcast. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Manny's a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Are you a Steelers fan as well? I am a Steeler. Oh, my. <laughs> Die hard. Die hard, Steeler. Steel, Steel Kurt. We're to get Kurt. this guy out of the Thank building. you so He's much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining our podcast, Pastor uh, Pomele. God bless you. We wish you well. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Bless you. Big Roots Radio, Real Talk Radio, Manny and Bug. We live on the line right now, man. We're having some dope conversation, Manny. Yeah, really good conversation. Some really deep conversation. Shout out to Pastor Malpo Mele for joining us um, today and just shedding light on on a topic that's super important, man, as yeah. we think about our faith, our walk with Christ. I really I appreciate you weighing in sharing thoughts yeah just bringing a lot of clarity yeah uh, to some questions people might have had some misconceptions people might have had about yeah you know the way we do things yeah the way we worship yeah styles of worship but i think that at the end of his message i I, what i appreciate about what he said today is is that it's okay it doesn't matter you know what whether you're lokaiki whether you're lokbakbaki is that we we worship the same God. Yeah. We worship Jesus and that we can break down the, the barriers yeah. and the silos and, and come together and worship and not it's not a competition, you know, and that we are all in this together and worship the same God. So um, I'm excited to continue this conversation. Yeah. We have Pastor Mawan. Um, we have um, another guest that's going to yeah. be joining us, right? All the way from Texas. Texas. Shout out to Texas. I want to welcome uh, Pastor James DeVoe. Uh, from Sabon Congregational Christian Church in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, welcome to Big Goose Podcast, Pastor. Thank James you. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. How you doing today, Pastor? Doing good. Doing good. How's the weather? How's out the there? weather? Out uh, it's pretty bipolar. You know, that's how Texas weather is. You know, it's warm and then it's freezing cold. But all in all, it's pretty good. Everything's sounds like good. Washington. Yeah, it sounds like Washington. I bet you I don't have snow though. <laughs> oh no, no, that that we don't have, and I'm I'm sort of thankful for that too. Yeah, man. I mean, I give you know, I give anything at this point to be in some warm weather, man, like Texas, Texas weather. But then you know, the thought is like, then you get into that weather, and you're like, oh man, yeah. I wish it was cooler, man. So it's, <laughs> you can never quite figure it out. But nonetheless, thank you for uh, being yeah. with us. Just a little context for. For our listeners, Pastor James DeVoe and I, we go back, right, Pastor? Right. <laughs> uh, we go back to American Samoa, Kanana Fo. Shout out to all my KFO heads. Any KFO heads listening in? <laughs> and I was a, a, a young boy, Manny, in theological seminary when my father was there. Yeah. And, and James, Pastor James DeVoe, was actually uh, in se- seminary with him. And so they actually uh, went into, 
into ministry together. Wow. Yeah. So I grew as a young boy watching these older guys, you know, serve the yeah, Lord yeah. and give their lives to learning more about uh, about God, about Jesus, and how to become pastors. And so um, that's where we we kind of developed that, awesome. that relationship, right, Pastor? Right, right. Yeah, it was it was a crazy time in my life. You know, I just born and raised in the states, and you know, moving to Samoa, it was just like a culture shock thing too. But uh, you know, it was a great experience and I'm glad that um, God took me that way. You know, it just opened my eyes to so many different things and, you know, it just helped me appreciate a lot more things and to learn, wow. especially in our native tongue, because, you know, being born and raised in the States, everything is English. So when I got to Samoa, it was like a, a shocker too, you know, culture shock, language barrier, everything I had to learn from the ground up. So it was a great experience. Yeah. So, because where's home for you? You're in Texas Carson. now, but where's home? Carson, California. Hey, shout out to Carson, California. Okay. <laughs> shout out to Carson. So you grew up in LA, right? Did you go to Carson High? Yeah, I went to Carson High. Yeah. Shout out to the Colts, Carson Colts. <laughs> right on. That's dope. So talk to us. You're now a pastor for uh, Alamosa Church, Lokoiki Church uh, in Texas. Did you grow up all your life in Lokoiki? Uh, yes. Um, from when we were small, we uh, we, we were part of the uh, United Samoan Church in Carson. We grew up there, and uh, but the funny thing about it is, my dad's older brother, um, Uncle Kaulima, he's uh, he was a pastor. He was a pastor for Assembly of God. So oh, wow. you know, some Sundays when when my uncle would come to our house and say, "Okay, we're going to go to my church," so Lokoiki <laughs> Church, you know, one Sunday and then go back to Lokoiki the next Sunday. So you know, I was exposed to both churches as growing up. Wow. So you had a, a really diverse experience, right? I mean, I, I share a bit of that too. Yeah. What 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 was your talk to us about your experience growing up in the Lokoiki? Well, you know, it was it was uh the uh style of worship was more structured. You know, it's like you they, everything was laid out. You know, you come in, you amakaloku, then you have the first song, then you have the Bible. Everything was structured, and the uh, the style of praise was more um, uh, reserved. You know, yeah. as opposed to the Lokpakpaki. When I first went there, I was like, wow, these people are really loud. You know, and they're more <laughs> expressive. And you know, they're. It's just it was it was it's a it was a totally different experience from one service to another. You know. But I was glad that, you know, I was able to experience both because I, I learned to appreciate and, you know, appreciate both styles, you know, just being exposed to both. What were, what were some in your experience? And, that, and that's good that you brought that up. Man. So yeah. you, had, you had both experiences there. You had, you know, your dad's older brother who was a pastor of an eighth church. And so you kind of was able to visit, you know, his church and, and have a different experience. In your personal experience growing up in Lokoiki, where what what was what are some of the things that are that are prominent in your life right now? Now that you're a pastor, growing up in this church that that are dear to you around and in, in being growing up in Alamosa Church. Well, I guess I just have to I have to say that um, because of uh, the way the uh, the style of worship was so structured, and I I, I just a uh, I don't know. I just found it more. Um, uh, how, how can I say this? Um, 
it was like, easier. It was it was um. I don't know how to explain it. It, it, it was it more fulfilling for you. Doing that style of worship in some ways, but then it was more uh, uh, like ingrained, ingrained into you, a part of like you know your DNA that just felt like yeah, just a connection. Yeah, it just felt right, but it was it was, it was so it was a little bit more intimate, as you know, from my perspective. You know, oh, that's good. my my uh, my uh, worship experience in the in the Lamosa is more intimate, more you know, mm-hmm. more with God and. Um, but you know, it, it was it's the same way with the, with the AOG too. You know, everybody has a personal relationship and a personal experience. But then for me, growing up in the Lamosa, a lot of kids would say it's so boring, it's so it's so this, it's so that. But then for me, it it, it just really um, it, it hit me intimately with with my experience, my worship experience with God. You know, and I, it's just something I, I I couldn't shake. You know, I couldn't I could I could never forget. Mm. So did you did you and, and so because then at some point in your life right you talked about growing up stateside and then be you know take you know getting the calling to be to become a pastor and then you had to travel to Samoa to go to attend, to attend Canonical Theological Seminary and then you talked about the culture shock I mean what 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 is your experience like with the the language barrier. Oh my goodness! Uh, well, bo- being born and raised in the states, you know. Well, actually, when we first got to the states, when my my parents first got to the states and we were born, none of us spoke English. We all spoke Samoan because of my parents. But then, as we got, uh, we we started going to school. We started to lose the you know the the language. So by the time um, uh, I felt the calling to go to Kanaanafo, I didn't speak Samoan at all. Basically, wow. I just did the, you know, the 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 very least, you know. Oh, I'm not talking about that's it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> going to Samoa was a it was hard for me because you know everybody looked at me, you know, especially us from the states that didn't speak Samoan as well as those living or you know, raised born and raised in Samoa. So it was we were sort of looked down at because you know we, we weren't able to to uh, speak the language fluently, but you know we were we were forced to learn it and you know, it, it was an experience that I'll never forget because now, you know, I'm able to converse in Samoan, you know, and do the things that, that I, I would have, if I was born and raised in Samoa. So it's a struggle. Right. It was a struggle yeah. big time, but you know. Good. And, and when you think about uh, the Lamosa church and, and we had this discussion earlier, yeah. Manny, with, with Pastor Mao is that Fasamoa, and, and the Lamosa church really, there's a marriage there. And so they, they really inherited and adopted a lot of our Fasamo values and incorporated that into the church. Would you say that? Is that safe to say? I, I think it is. I think it's safe to say. But um, I think the, uh, I think the church, uh, they, there's sort of like a, um, this line that, that's not crossed. We still keep it. Uh, I think that the, the church still keeps it separate. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things, a lot of um, uh, parts of the Fasamo that are integrated into the into the church. But then there's a, I think there's there's a line that's not really that 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 isn't crossed. And oh, a fine line. 
there's a fine line between 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 culture. having Christian values and then your cultural values right there. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong. The way I understand it to be is that 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 just provides us with the structure, but it, it allows us to one identify with who we are as Samoan people with our culture yeah. that keeps us kind of intact and on and following kind of maybe this hierarchy to how that you know plays out in our church. But but they never you're saying that they never override the Christian values, correct? Yeah, I I I, I believe that too. But you know, I mean, we're everyone's human, and you know. Um, there, there are times where, you know, that that fine line is is sometimes broken. Mm-hmm. Um, the I believe that the initial, the initial idea is to, you know, to keep the more and the um, the church, you know, separated. Uh, but with you know, with heavy influences from the more you know. Oh, you know. So it's 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 influence, right? So maybe integrated and marrying are not the right. It's not the right the, the right verbiage for that. But you're saying it 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 supports, right? It gives us a structure to how you know that plays out. But it never overrides. But you're saying that in some instances it does. But I mean, well, because we're human, right? We don't we don't always get it right, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's a learning process. We don't. We make mistakes, and we don't. We don't always um, get things right. But I mean, that's the grace of God on, on on us, right? Is that that's the great thing is that every day God's mercy on us is is new, and so we can we can learn from those things and build and move forward. What is your what is your message around? Because um, and, and pa- Pastor Mao brought some great thoughts around this too, as, as far as you know. Although we come from different, you know. Uh, ways of worship ways of worship that it's it's important for us to to work together as christians as people who, who love the lord like what is how do you what would how would you weigh in on on that i believe that that's exactly, that's exactly true because the the thing that ties us together is is our love for god yeah mm. that's the ultimate thing that ties us together whether or not we're aog or lokaiki it doesn't matter we're serving one god Mm. That's the most important thing. So, but you know, with with our churches and, and our older folks, you know, a lot of our older folks are set set in their ways, and you mm. know, when the younger generation tries to um, introduce certain new things, you know, it's like you know, kunga you know, and it, it's sort of discouraging at times. But um, it's a uh, I just believe that you know we need we need to focus on um, the reason why we go to church. It's, it's a worship God, whether or not you know. No matter how we do it, you know that's the main point is that we do worship God and we do have that personal relationship and that you know that our worship is true. Yeah, yeah. because because sometimes it's like you said earlier, Pastor. Like people, for folks will just have that you know, or vice versa or yeah right when we and we get we find ourselves stuck in those spaces where you know and that that hinders us from you know you know doing what, what, what what's Bro. important yeah. right and that's honoring and worshiping god but but then we we right we silo ourselves off and we create these parameters that you know say oh well because i'm aog or because i'm lokahiki we can't fellowship or worship together right yeah and we we want to be in a place and that's part of what manny and i are are 
are, are, are committed to doing is opening up these conversations. But one, our, our every intention in these conversations with not only with you and Pastor Mao is to say to our listeners and people that have the opportunity to connect with Big Goose Radio and what, what uh, uh, Manny and I are, are committed to is to say like, hey, although we come from different styles of worship, we worship the same God, one, that's yeah. important. And then two, is that we can grow together as a as a uh, community as a faith community yeah. and and work and 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 not disrespect one another but more importantly we are open to these conversations that we we were providing a platform for really is to for people to have clarity and understanding right because a lot of times there's these misconceptions yeah. Yeah. around around aog around la mosa but then where's the space for us to have those conversations and that's part of what manny and i wanted to do is invite both you and Pastor uh, Mao to come in and have these conversations and to say to our listeners, like, it's okay, but then just have some real conversations. Yeah, I think I think the most interesting thing that I heard from uh, Pastor James and Pastor Mao is that um, if you listen closely to their stories, um, you know, he grew up La Mosa, Pastor Mao, and, yeah. and Pastor James got a chance to visit, you know, kind of grow up in both yeah. churches, but it was in their own experience where they grew to respect God in their own way right yeah and so um like we talked about Lama song where it's a more inward reverence yes. kind of worship towards God and Pastor James is talking about that's what I fell in love with mm. and then when we talked to Pastor Mao he's he's giving insight on I like to express outwardly yeah and and, express. and what I hear from both of them is but none none of them is wrong. wrong yeah none of them wrong. Okay. but yeah. that's the way I fell in love with that yeah. and I think the, the biggest thing and Pastor James you can speak on this too um is is at the end of the day it's your heart because God sees the heart yeah and it's your relationship your yeah. personal relationship with Jesus Christ that's good man that's real good. right pastor yep I, and I just think it's it's that personal bond that you have, you know, yeah. that connection, personal connection that you have with God and with Jesus and, you know, whatever stirs your heart up, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody has a different thing, you know, and, you know, sometimes it's, it's the, the worship team, exactly. Say for example, you know, and that, that really, you know, prepares you to worship, you know, and we don't really, we don't really have that, but, you know, it's, yeah. um, there's, there's other different ways that, you know, that um, that prepares to worship in the La Mosa, you know. But like like you said, it's it, it there are two different styles of worship, and that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. the thing about it. It's okay, you know. It, it, the the mo most important thing is that we have that true connection with God, no matter. That's what good. It's. That's good. And I think too, like I think that leadership. And from a pastor's perspective and how he's leading uh, each congregation, like those things are important. Like if you're in, you know, if you're a pastor and you're empowering, you know, your, your, I don't want to say staff, but your, the members of your congregation. Flock. Yeah. Who are in leadership positions, yeah. like, or who are, who are empowering young people and, and thinking about them in the way that we, you yeah. know, have worship because, you know, this is me. My heart is always for the young people. I've been called to serve young people. And so, I, it's a personal thing for me when I think about them I'm when I'm doing anything in relation to youth ministry I'm thinking about how to reach the young people and sometimes you have to be creative in doing so yeah exactly. and so mm -hmm. and sometimes being creative is, means change Ooh, and, and, not, yeah. and not changing um the goal no no not changing the goal to have these kids grow up and have a personal relationship with Jesus 
but you know teaching them hey there's this way and whatever relates to you the yeah. best yes. because god is enormous yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying and i think one of the be most beautiful things is that when we all get to heaven we're not all going to worship the same way yeah. and that's what's going to make heaven beautiful right pastor exactly exactly you know it's it's uh, i just believe that um you know as a pastor now uh, it's you have to uh cater to so many different uh age age groups you yeah. have the old folks you have the you know the young adults and then you have the younger ones and yeah. that's why for for me i make it a point to um do my service bilingual because mm. uh, you know and sometimes you know we have uh some non-samoans that pop into our church and we're like oh you know and it, it'd be so unfair to just do it in Samoan. Yeah, that's really good. A lot of the kids are just sitting there like, oh, you know, you could just see in their face like they're lost because they don't speak Samoan. They don't understand. They barely understand it. So I think that's that's another important thing that, you know, that I like to base my services on is, uh, you know, just to be bilingual. You have to be able to relate to every single person in that church, whether old or young. Mm, that's really good because that's what book me and book was talking about this earlier about how language can be a barrier sometimes and then you even shared that in your story um how you grew up in the states and then um although you knew the language growing up when you got to Samoa because of the influence of and because you know you grew up in you went to school and you, you mentioned that you learned English and and all of these things that when you returned back to Samoa that became a barrier yeah. because you kind of forgot and so now that God has brought you to be a pastor he kind of gives you an insight on a hey, remember when you struggle with this language barrier now now i you can teach samoan and in english yeah. and benefit your flock and so i think that's very important to that you said that yeah you know and it's i i, I when i when i preach on sunday i look out to the audience and i see a lot of my younger ones and you know i i i try to engage with them you know from the pulpit i sit there and ask them questions you know, and I, I sort of put them on the spot during the service. He <laughs> said, you know, they understand it. I don't want them to walk out of the church thinking, well, that was a waste of an hour, you know, an hour. Mm -hmm. That's good. So, That's good. Thank, thank you for doing that. And, and thank you to, 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 to all of our pastors that are, you know, out there yeah. uh, leading their flocking, being intentional with the way they worship. So, I mean, we appreciate all your wisdom, Pastor James. Yeah. Thank you for for coming on to the show and shedding light to this very, very important topic. And it's a topic that means a lot to Manny and I as we think about faith. Um, and so uh, one thing too, I wanna say, just for the sake of our listeners is that, so, cause you did mention that your uncle was the um, uh, pastor for an AOG, your, um, yeah, your, your father's oldest brother was a pastor for an AOG church. And and the, the interesting connection, I mean, is that, so their children, are Booyah tribe, correct? Yes, yeah. The Uncle uh, kids are the Booyah tribe. So wow. <laughs> that's awesome. So your your first cousins, you got the first cousins, of course. Yeah, we're first cousins, yeah. Wow, wow. That's awesome. And and shout out to Booyah tribe, yeah. man. I mean, iconic man in the music industry. They really set the they're pioneers, you know, in, 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 in hip hop and rap, but also just kind of paving a way for other young Samoan artists coming up. Yeah, Pastor, you got to bring them on our show. Yes. Oh 
we got to get them on here. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to uh, Big Boost Radio. We have uh, Pastor um, James DeVoe all the way out from San Antonio, Texas. Thank yeah. you for joining our podcast. We appreciate you, Pastor. Our prayer is that um, God continue to order your steps and that he continues to meet you where you're at and, and, and fill you with the words, with the wisdom to be able to discern and lead your flock. Our prayers are with you and your congregation and wife and family. Thank you so much for being with us, Pastor James. Thank you. Thank you so much for having, having me. And God bless you both and, and the work that you're doing and may it flourish and just bless others. But uh, thank you again for having me. Thank God you. Big Goose Radio, you're listening to. Stay locked in. Peace out.